Hello, hello. The blessing of fruitfulness. This is the focus of this episode. Have a listen. Be blessed as you learn how to be blessed to be fruitful using biblical principles. This is Pastor John. Our title today is The Blessing of Fruitfulness. Our text is Psalms 1 verse number 3. It reads as follows. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Previously, we learned the first blessing of rejecting the ungodly influence and then rejoicing in the word of God and meditating on the word of God. The first blessing is the blessing of being planted, of being fixed, being planted uh, like a tree by the rivers of water. Now, my dear friends, let me just say this. I want to add this. In these days that we're living in, God wants you to be successful. God wants your life to, to have genuine success. At the end of the day, your life must count. Your life and mine must count. But it's not every kind of success that counts in God's sight. Only what I would call the God kind of success is what matters. True success depends, number one, on rejecting ungodly influence. I believe there is someone under the sound of my voice who is destined for phenomenal success. Don't depend on the counsel of evil people. Number two, we learned that good success, true, genuine success, that counts even when your life ends, it stems from rejoicing in the word of God. When you rejoice in God's word, you will succeed. Not just rejecting ungodly counsel, you and I must intentionally love the word of God. Let's love the word of God. If you want to succeed God's way, don't just tolerate the scriptures. Love God's word. Read it. Listen to it. Sing it. Meditate on it. And by the way, that's the third prerequisite. The third prerequisite for godly success is what? Meditating on the word. Thinking the word. Visualizing the word. Someone put it differently and he said, your results depend on your dominant thoughts. Make the word of God your dominant thoughts and you will have good success. When you do that, the Bible says in verse number three, you shall be like a tree planted by the streams of water. When you dwell on God's word, when you meditate on it, when you love it, when you shun the wrong, you are fixed in God. You're immovable. You're steadfast. You're stable. You're unshakable. You're invincible. May that be your portion. Someone say, I receive it, Pastor Josh. And then today, our focus is on the second result, the threefold blessing of fruitfulness. Firstly, my friends, you will understand this blessing if you, if, if you think about what is a fruit. Because our text is saying, they shall bear fruit. What is a fruit? 
A fruit has two things. Think of an apple, for example. There are two things about it. In that kind of fruit, you have the fleshy bit that is sweet, that is edible. Amen? And then you've got the seeds. So let's talk about those two things. So the Bible says, when you and I are rooted in God, when we rejoice in his word, when we love his word, when we meditate on a day and night, we begin to bear fruit. When a tree produces fruit, who benefits from the fruits that the tree produces? It's not the tree that is benefiting. It is these other creatures of God which are benefiting. Do you see the picture? What God, God's word is saying is that you, when you're properly positioned in God, when your heart and mind is saturated by the word of God, when you're shunning ungodly counsel or influence, you begin to produce stuff that adds value to other people. So that is the first principle that I want to share with us. Fruitful saints contribute. Amen. When you're contributing, you're not consuming. They are producing value that is edible and sweet to others. We are a source of food for others. So if I'm a fruit-bearing tree, I don't exist for myself only, but for others. If I'm a fruit-bearing tree, I exist to add value to others and to sustain the lives of others. You and I don't exist for ourselves. You and I exist to add value to others. Amen. God looks at you and sees you like a fruit-bearing tree. You don't just exist for yourself. Look at all the banana trees. No banana tree eats bananas. No apple tree eats apples. It's us. So to be fruitful is to be a giver, is to be a value adder. God has put you on this planet to add value. You're like a fruitful tree. There is stuff that comes out of you that's a blessing to others. Christians, good Christians are not selfish. They don't just live for themselves. They live for others. Can I urge you this week, make a resolution to add value to others. What kind of value? How do we add value? By the words we speak, for example. By being there for other people. Amen. By caring, Galatians 5, 22 to 23, talks about the fruit of the Spirit. is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mercy. Amen. Be loving to someone. Don't just love yourself. Love someone else. Do acts of kindness. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. Don't just live for yourself. God wants you and I to make a difference. God wants you to, to share wisdom, to help someone. Even this business of giving in the house of the Lord, it's one of the fruit. We don't apologize for it. Amen. 
when I take of what I earn, what I make, and I give it. I give it to the poor. I give it to the needy. I give it in the house of the Lord. You are doing what? You are bearing fruit. You know, in John 15, verse 16, the Lord Jesus says something very powerful to the disciples. He says, you did not choose me, but I chose you that you may bear fruit and fruit that remains. Can I say to every saint under the sound of my voice, Jesus chose you. Jesus called you for the purpose of producing fruit, of uh, producing sweetness, adding value in your family, in your community, in your workplace, in your university, in the church, everywhere you are. Everywhere we are, our lives must be sources of nourishment for others. You are aware of a number of biblical examples, are you not? Joseph, for example, he sold and bought by uh, uh, Potiphar, one of the officials of King Pharaoh. And Joseph serves in that household. And the Bible says, although he was a slave, but he was adding so much value that the, the boss, his boss noticed that the hand of God is upon this man. And the Bible says his whole household began to prosper because of the presence of Joseph in his family. Your presence in your workplace is causing prosperity in that, in that business, in that organization. Your presence in that family, you're adding value in the family that, into which you're married. There is a prosperity happening in that family because of your presence. In that work, where you work, there is a blessing happening. There's a prosperity going on there because of your presence. In that committee that you're in, in that board that you're in, in that company that you're in, wherever you are, as a Joseph, there is a blessing that is, there is favor happening where you are because of your presence. Someone say, I receive it. That's what good Christians do. We add value wherever we are. Don't be in the habit of deprecating people. Don't be in the habit of devaluing people. Never attack others. That's not adding value. That's not what we are for. Be a blessing. Everyone you talk to, encourage them. Find something good to say about everyone. Can I give you a new assignment this week? Find something good to say about everyone this week. You're a fruit-bearing tree. So you're bringing sweetness. Where there is bitterness, you're bringing sweetness. Where there is a hunger, you're bringing nourishment. I refuse to be a thorn in the flesh wherever I am. Amen. You know, some, some people, they allow themselves to be a thorn in the flesh, to be selfish, to be trouble causers. That's not your portion. You're a value adder. I decree and declare by the love of God, you're a value adder. God has called you to add value, to improve things, to sweeten life everywhere you are. You, you bring refreshment, you bring sweetness, just like Joseph, just like David and Esther and Daniel and many others in the Holy Book. Ah, my friend, 
you'll never be fulfilled in life if all you do is to live for yourself. All right, are you ready for the next one? Fruitful saints perpetuate. I know that's an incomplete sentence, but we'll complete it. We're taking that from the con concept we shared earlier, that a fruit has two things, has the edible part, the sweet part, but also has what? Seeds. And what's the work of seeds? The work of seeds is to perpetuate trees. So if I'm a tree and I've seed, I have, I have, I have other trees. Do you see what I'm saying? In a seed, every seed has trees. In every seed is a tree. So a tree, a fruit bearing tree produces fruits, but in each fruit, there are seeds and each seed is a tree. Amen. So when you and I are producing fruits, what are we doing? We are also uh, propagating. We are also, we have something in us that outlasts our generation. When a tree grows older, it doesn't worry because it has produced seed. When those seeds are planted, more trees, hello, more trees result from that one tree. It's important that God's word is saying you and I are trees that bear fruit, not just for food, but also for the future. Food is for nourishment now. We bless people today. Amen. So if you're a tree-like Christian, where you are, you're adding value now. You're a blessing now. People are benefiting from you. Maybe you're giving people that need fees, you're paying fees for them. People that have needs, you're helping them. People that need counsel, you're counseling them, you're supporting them. Maybe you're being a shoulder to lean on. That's all good. But that is in the present. But good Christians think beyond today. You see, seeds are about legacy. Seeds are about the future. Food is about today. But seeds are about what? The future. And your life and mine has those dimensions as well. You must be a blessing today where you are, but you must operate in such a way that there are blessings from you that will outlast you. There are blessings from you that will cross generations. I want to challenge you now by the love of God. What are you doing? Hello? What are you doing today? What seeds are you sowing today that will perpetuate the gospel? Let me ask you this. Say that there is stuff that you're good at. Remember you're a tree. Amen. And every tree pr produces after its own kind. It's seeds that will make sure that it, it outlives its own existence. So if you're a good tree, when you're gone, we must have not only one replacement for you, amen, but more. No tree just bears one, just produces one seed. No, it doesn't. Look even at maize. From that one 
maize stock sometimes have two cobs and one cob is so many seeds just you cannot be outdone by a maize maize plant come on saints refuse to be outdone so my challenge to you is this i know we're going deeper now here is my challenge when you're gone how many other christians like you would there be in the world if you are gone how many other people with your skills are we going to have or are you going to be the end that's not good when i'm gone there must be other people who do what i do and even better praise the lord and that's what i'm working on praise the lord and i want to challenge you 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 must live your life in such a way that when you're gone and we're all going sooner or later but when you're gone there must be people who do what you do who know the lord the way you do amen so i want to challenge every christian under the sound of my voice to stop thinking about yourself only think about reproducing yourself when you're gone are there other people who will be loving god the way you do hello that is what matters you know there is a saying that i've come across that challenges me a lot and it says success without successors is failure that's why elijah had an elisha that's why moses had a joshua moses was mightily anointed but if joshua was not there do you know that the children of israel would not have crossed over into the promised land i accept that you're mightily anointed but who is your joshua maybe you're as anointed as uh, elijah but who is your elisha who will take over from you now someone might be asking so pastor george how do i ensure that i have successors how how do i do that you can start small anything that you know be willing to share with someone else start at that level any skill any knowledge that you have be willing to impart it to someone else be willing to be a mentor don't just look for mentors be be willing to train someone else to do what you do listen to me don't let your recipes die with you don't let your your ideas die with you listen your vision must not die with you our lives must be transgenerational you and i must leave a legacy your wisdom must not perish with your departure from the earth your knowledge must not die with you write down your knowledge write down your ideas so that when you're gone we 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 at least have your ideas if you've got knowledge don't just keep it in your head write it down if you're a songwriter write the songs record them put them out there i am saying you want to perpetuate yourself these are just a few examples of how to perpetuate yourself don't keep it inside don't bottle your knowledge your vision your wisdom your ideas your talents write books do a blog record your songs mentor someone else train others share your faith encourage someone intercede for others give strategically these are just a few examples of what you and I can do so here is the third nugget fruitful saints are consistent or reliable if you want these tree like believers produce fruit in each season 
That means they do not skip some seasons. They are not erratic, <laughs> like some Christians. They're not inconsistent. Tree-like Christians produce fruit in every season. That means we must do good in every season. Do good in every season. Be consistent. So much inconsistency in the, in the church today. So many Christians are happy to be erratic in the attendance of church, in their giving, in their witnessing, in their worship. They're inconsistent. My dear brother, my dear sister, God wants you to produce fruit in every season. And check out John 15 about what Jesus says about believers who do not produce fruit. It's not your portion to be fruitless. And it's not your portion to be inconsistent. Listen, be a good Christian consistently. If I can put it down very simply. Do good consistently, faithfully. Be a reliable Christian. Can God count on you? Be faithful, my dear brother and sister. Be faithful. Don't pick and choose which services to attend. Be faithful. Fruitful people are faithful people. If you're a tither, don't tithe once in a blue moon. Be consistent. Amen. Do you read your Bible? Read it regularly. Be consistent. This is what the Word of God is saying today. This is the blessing of fruitfulness. Thank you so much, friends. Till next time, keep on producing fruit. <laughs>